0: Welcome once again to She Hulk, Avenger of the Law, the podcast, a weekly podcast discussing the television series She Hulk, Attorney at Law, which is on Disney Plus, based off the Marvel television series, which is our television. What am I saying? Marvel Studios, or Marvel Comics, it's based off of. And it really doesn't matter because Disney owns everything, including Marvel. Uh, So we are here to uh, discuss this television series coming out weekly. Uh, We're going to follow the season throughout and release an episode discussing each episode of the television series. Uh, And this is our second episode that's come out that we're going to be talking about because the episode came out called superhuman law which came out on august 25th 2022 and for some of our listeners like pam uh who are always curious when we record we are recording this on august 29th 2022 hoping to get this episode out uh the t- well, i guess the 30th of august well, uh, if the episode
1: goes long we might be recording it on august 30th also yeah. <laughs> it's <is> true <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are we are recording this uh pretty late because uh we're doing back to back broadcasts because of uh some weird uh things that happened in our schedules that required us to do that because we couldn't record on our usual days because usually we record this on Sundays and today we're recording it on a Monday. Uh, Next week may be a problem too because that's a holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend in the U.S. and Canada. And so uh, we'll we'll be talking about after we record offline what we're going to do next week. But either way, you should get these episodes – Uh, three to five days after the premiere of the episode that we are talking about. Uh, Now, uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Phil, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A, and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm fine, Phil. How are you doing? Doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? Good. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada.
2: Sean and hope everyone's doing well.
0: Indeed. Uh sometimes we will have other co-hosts. Uh uh Kevin from Missouri uh will generally join us in the future, but uh uh he has not joined us the first two episodes. And we may have our occasional guest host in uh Leo uh from Connecticut who may be joining us uh here and there depending on schedules as well. Uh but we are the four standard. And we are here, back from last week to discuss Superhuman Law, Episode Two. Kat Coro directed. Jessica Gao uh, wrote it. Uh, you can find us. Who are we? On the Dark Discussions News Network, www.darkdiscussions.com. You can email us at darkdiscussions@aol.com, or just press the contact us menu choice on any menu on any of the pages of DarkDiscussions.com and a menu bar, or I should say an email box will pop up and you can fill out an email there. Just write Seahawk in the subject no matter how you email us and we will know it is for this podcast here and we will read your email on the podcast your thoughts on the show um so we are here to discuss episode two as, as i said um, that's pretty much it we're going to spoil everything because again if you're here listening that means you're a fan of the show and you want to hear perspectives and discussions on the show so we're, we're obviously figuring out that you're um, not too concerned about spoilers. So let's go around and uh, discuss our, our feelings on episode two of the She-Hulk uh, attorney at law, superhuman law. And let's start with you, Mike.
1: Yeah, um, I liked it. It's a short episode, but this is more what I was expecting, which is more sitcom length. This was a like a 22-minute episode, which is the typical length of a sitcom, network sitcom, if you remove the commercials. Um, and yeah, so this is getting us to the part of She-Hulk where She-Hulk is being the attorney dealing with superhuman law. (gasps) Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that the title of the episode? But uh, it's got little Easter eggs. It's got a uh, guest appearance uh, by uh, Tim Roth as Emil Bronski from uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, reprising his role as uh, The Abomination. And uh, it's got some little Easter eggs in there, which we'll discuss later. Um, And, yeah, so I liked it. It was fun. Um, I don't know how much there's going to be to discuss about this tonight, but we'll see.
3: All right. Sounds good. Uh, Barrett, what do you got? Yeah, I I enjoyed the episode. Um, It felt over too quick for me, but uh, it was kind of interesting to me because a lot of things we discussed out of the last episode, how they were going to do things, some things that Mike brought up. It seemed like everything that Mike talked about happened. So it was kind of kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um,
0: yeah, this is a great episode. Uh, it was real fun. Um, it, it was more um, friendly. To a greater audience, I think uh for example, uh, my older daughter, who gets scared of scenes like car accidents and stuff that we saw in the first episode uh, or or not at all, and was actually excited to watch this episode two more times after, unlike last episode, which she didn 't want to watch again, and even my wife, who doesn't like anything related to genre because she just thinks if it ain't real it's stupid uh she actually liked this episode a lot because of the topic it was basically about uh even though she is a super hero she is a person and so it was really about a person like a television show my wife would watch uh for me specifically um yeah i liked it a whole lot uh we got more information about the character uh we i think they showed uh jennifer as a, as a better person in this one, because uh, in the first one, she kind of was a little more ambiguous about her feelings about life. She was kind of more, I don't know, kind of negative and stuff, but here I think she was, she was uh, just working through life. You know, she had some bad luck with her job and stuff and, and her new uh, thing that she has to deal with being a superhero, but she was also happy to be a superhero and, and to do good and that's the reason why she got fired. And so I, I feel um, the character is more what I was hoping for, which is uh, the She-Hulk that uh, I've, I know of. So uh, I like this episode a whole lot, and I think this show is absolutely fantastic. Uh, let's go with you,
2: Sean. I had a really fun time watching it. Very, very quick watch. But there were so many awesome Easter eggs in the episode. Um, I popped a lot of times watching it, and um, one of the things, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I just, because this was one of the things that I was really excited about, was there's a sequence in the episode where they're looking at a web page. I don't know if you guys caught it, but the webpage has, like, a little header, and it's talking about, like, headers you can choose, or find Ant-Man, because he was missing Norse Mythology Avengers. But then there's a little article on the side that's talking about a man fights with metal claws in Bar Brawl, <laughs> which was so awesome. And that was just one of the awesome things with the Easter eggs that they threw out this episode that made it, like, this was great.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, sounds good. Uh, any other thoughts we'll get into shortly, but, uh, that's pretty much our feelings. It appears that we all enjoyed it a lot. Um, so again, we're going to spoil everything and, um, yeah, uh, I guess I'll start because we'll talk general as well as specifics. Uh, as I said, uh, I felt she being Jennifer Walters, uh, was actually glad to be a superhero. I mean, not, that it was her choice but again most of these superheroes no matter who they are spider-man or batman or whatever well maybe batman you you, you wanted to be a superhero, but but spider-man and others they didn't want to be superheroes and they embraced it just like this hulk did as well so uh i i i like her attitude i i think uh jennifer waltz is, is cool thoughts and opinions i, well, I think the idea just the go ahead sorry
2: mike i was gonna say i think
1: uh you're starting to see now
0: why she didn't want to be a superhero. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because she got fired and, and brought attention to herself. Right. I mean, well, that's, even doing but the that's, right
2: back, backfired on her, right?
0: Well, that's what happens to all the superheroes, right? That's why Spider-Man doesn't want anybody to know who he is. Right. I mean, just in the last movie, right. Right. I mean, this is, yeah. this is a pretty standard thing, right?
2: Well, it's the aspect of you that anyone who, if you reveal your your identity, then you're putting everyone that you care about in danger. But then there's also the aspect here, right, where Jennifer saves people, but in saving people, gets fired. Like, so would you have rather the people die? And can't
3: get hired, right? <laughs> yeah. Because she goes to a lot of places to try to get a job.
2: And so it's just ridiculous, like it shows the hypocrisies of stuff, right? Where someone's trying to do good, do the right thing, and gets screwed over for it.
0: Yeah, so basically what happens, we discussed a bit, as we saw in the last episode, where uh, Titania, right? That's her name, Titania? Or is it Titania yeah. or Titania? Which one is it?
2: Uh, who? Tomato, what? tomato. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, Mike, which is it? Titania or Titania? Yes. Okay so <laughs> the,
1: the, the 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 comics don't come out with pronunciation guides which is why I always always call them spitterman
0: There you go <laughs> Um so Titania so um as we saw causes some havoc Uh, It it appears that she's going to be one of the big villains or or a big character anyway in this season because they're promoting her pretty hard on on a lot of the posters and stuff. Um, She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters, has to turn into the She-Hulk in the courtroom, stops Titania from just killing everybody uh, because based off of what they say in this episode, it wasn't just going to be causing havoc. It was actually probably going to do a massacre. And her boss says that meaning Jennifer Walters boss says that it was fantastic. You, you, you did that, but you know, you saved everybody. That's the right thing to do, but it costs us the jury because the jury now is in favor uh, or, or tainted because of what happened. And by losing the jury, which was a good jury for us, it's, it makes us now have to restart the trial and there's a chance now that we could lose it. And though you did the right thing, Jennifer Walters, the problem is, is that is a liability. Now you're a liability. People know who you are. People know what you can do. And as a result, it's going to affect our problems in the courtroom. So we have to let you go. And and no one will hire
3: at first she thinks that they're just going to get a different lawyer for that case, but it's yeah. not even that her liability is so high that they won't, they don't even want her working for them anymore. <laughs> right.
0: Right. And so she gets laid off or fired or whatever, uh, you know, whatever appropriate term you want to use, but either way, she loses her job. And getting then screwed. they screwed. Sh- yeah. But, <laughs> so yeah. <I> <laughs> oh yeah. Any Anytime you get fired or laid off, you're getting screwed big time. Um, so the problem is, is, they then do a m- montage of her going to multiple companies, uh, you know, law firms, and she can't get a job. Now, the um, question I, is, she could well, have I, could have gone into her business on her own, mm-hmm. but it appears that she's like a lot of people who are worker bees, and, and they need to to be an employee and not the owner. So she's having problems. I'm like you were saying.
1: Well, it's not just that. It's not like you get to say. I'm going to be a lawyer. Please hand me all my, my lawyer starting supply kit, please. And, and it comes with a free, uh, you know, free box of, of clients and paralegals and a startup fund. You know, it takes money to do that. And you're going to start a practice. It takes years to build one up. There are benefits to, to joining a firm. And, you know, she, and she is a, relatively young and inexperienced lawyer so she's not somebody who can easily just set out on her own i mean yeah she's she hulk she'll get people coming in going could you turn green for me <laughs> but i mean this was like a big case for her right because she was getting to do the closing and she gonna get, get the, it sounded like it was like her first real big case so yeah um I don't think she could have easily have just gone out and started her own. And by the way, if you notice on her interviews, look at the background. The quality of law offices generally, like, kind of steadily declines yes. with each interview. <laughs> um, so before she ends up on being a, a uh, an amusement park mascot,
2: <laughs> or it gets to be one of those uh, uh, inflatable wavy arm things. <laughs>
1: Right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that was fun and I thought that was interesting and um that, but by the way, she she tried to just let him get crushed. It's like well, if you let the jury get crushed, it was also would have been a mistrial. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Either way. <laughs>
3: Either way, it wasn't going to was work kinda,
1: out. And and then then the, the, the whole argument you just made in your closing from the last episode was about what's your responsibility if you have power.
3: <laughs>
1: that would not have helped your case. Probably you would have ended up being sued when they found out you were a superhero and stopped it. By the way, Titania, if you notice, if you look at the, uh, at the, the news break at the beginning, uh, and there's, there's the Chirons on the bottom running across the bottom of the screen so that she was a... Superhuman influencer, influencer.
3: <laughs>
1: who who got who was in traffic court and blamed the
0: rampage on low blood sugar.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Right. So 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 they have upgraded them. upgraded uh Titania to the modern day.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> Cause, yes, which is kind of funny. Um yeah, so there's a lot of little Easter eggs like that. Then um, she gets
2: to deal with her family. And this is another thing that I popped was getting to see her dad played by Markling Baker of Larry from Perfect Strangers, which was so awesome to see because I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. Is he the
0: police? Is he the police officer in Perfect? No, Strangers? Perfect
2: Strangers is him and Cousin Belky.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: tr- oh, maybe you didn't watch it back in the day, but I absolutely loved it as a kid. So yeah, yeah. okay,
0: okay. Getting okay, to see yeah.
2: him was great. So okay. that was oh, awesome.
0: my gosh. You know what? Every time they keep on saying Perfect Strangers, I'm thinking of Stranger Things. You're and th- that's why I was confused. Like, wh- I don't remember him from Stranger Things, because not, <laughs> I, I, that's how I was confused. <laughs> uh, was, uh, it, uh, was,
1: was that part of the TGI Friday
2: yes, clock? It was. that was.
0: before then?
1: Yeah, no, so it that was the
2: TGI Friday, because you had Family Matters and um, Full House on that night along, and May and Dinosaurs 2, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that, was anyway. all, that was all my... Uh, like right up my uh, my niece's alley, but I was I was in college at the time, and we didn't. And, and being in a dorm, uh, unless the wind blew the wrong way, we did not get ABC very often. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know he had I had seen him in something recently. I don't remember what. Um, but I'm going to look for it now while we discuss. Yeah.
2: I hadn't, so it was awesome to see him. And like when I like, oh my god, that's 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 cool. So I thought that was a nice touch. And I just like the interaction with the family. <laughs> the family is like, she's like an overachiever, <laughs> very much big time <laughs> to the rest of them. And then the interaction that she has with Bruce, where Bruce is talking about how he's a different person from the his uh, interactions with Emil when they get to that point. Down the episode, I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome! Like it was that kind of stuff that was just great.
0: Yeah, I, I, the the family they they were they uh, they're, they're just definitely you know the the rumor was is that they were going to have some comedic moments, and yeah, they made the family uh, somewhat eccentric, I guess, right? But you know what? She's kind of eccentric too, so she yeah, fits well, in fair. fits. She kind of fits in with that family.
2: It's right just right fits sure. family, but it just yeah. I thought it was a it was it was good juxtaposing, oh. you know this now superhero person to the rest of her her eclectic family so
0: well and and that's the thing is that we've seen stuff like this where someone uh returns and they're famous or wealthy or whatever but the family still just treats them the same way
3: yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah it's kind of funny, but but they do use her to a, their advantage too. They, like, yes, that's the thing. Like they, she can she can help out a little different than before. You know, maybe before she had to clean the dishes, now she can carry <laughs> jugs of water. And you know yes. that was a funny scene.
2: And so, I think yeah. they did that in the comic too, Mike. I, you might you'll know this better than me, but I thought that that was like this is it's a good take again. You know? The stuff in the comics where she did that with the family. Yeah, so. I, I,
1: I I haven't read the comics in years, so I. Don't remember that, but I'm sure they would have. And yeah, it's the and that, by the way, that
0: is a well, and that's a better job than than cleaning the dishes. I'd rather do what she had to do if I had that power.
2: I don't mind dishes though, so I'm, I could do it. <laughs> and know, um, say
1: and what I am saying, but it also that does kind of tie in with the theme of her being exploited, right? Because she's kind of being yeah. exploited <laughs> by the by the law firm. Now, yeah. I I love that that they put this
0: spin on her but, being. But- I, I'm gonna say though, Mike, even though yeah. her family is kind of exploiting her because she has this ability, I think if she didn't have that ability, mm-hmm. she was still gonna have to clean the dishes or, yeah. or, or bring yeah, up, well, you know, so she's gonna so, have to do something. So it's
1: you know, still, I am sure. Yeah. I am sure. I'm not saying that exploited in a negative. Maybe there's no such thing as positive exploitation, but I'm not meaning it in a negative <laughs> way. But like I am sure, Phil, you have been uh, where I've been, which is like you're in the in the grocery store, and some woman who's five foot one asks you to get something off the top shelf. Happened last well, when week. When you're a giant,
3: that's what happened. <laughs> it,
0: happened it happened last week, as a <laughs> matter of <laughs> fact. I am
1: that's not
3: exploitation. That's good use.
0: Yeah, and I didn't feel feel that I was being exploited. I felt like I was doing something good for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they want you to feel.
2: But I think (laughs) it also just shows the aspect of Jennifer's character where whether you had maybe questions of how she was portrayed last episode, you get to see she's a good-hearted person, right? Just thrown with really shitty circumstances. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, no, oh. we, I oh, don't, don't see don't it as to... shitty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think a lot your of it is her own. A lot of it's her own.
0: A lot of it's her own state of mind. But go on, Sean.
2: No, but yeah, losing the job—that sucks. Losing yeah, the that, job that sucks. That, And especially after you've actually done something that's really heroic, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then to get slapped in the face for it, you know, that's kind of a shitty situation. Like whether what she makes of it now, of course, we'll we'll see. So, and I, I'm assuming she'll be positive and whatever. But right. I just, you know, well, well, she I has think different. She's a good person.
0: She has a different things. I remember this buddy of mine. I uh, was we're talking about the NFL and Chad Pennington, who uh, was a potential Rhodes road scholar. So he's wicked smart and. He became a uh, top round draft pick for the NFL and it was the Jets quarterback for a few years before he he had a pretty decent career, even though he didn't live up to potential. And a buddy of mine says, man, that's a shame. He was a Rhodes scholar and all he was was the quarterback. And I was like, dude, he's making more (laughs) money than any of us will ever make. And he's getting all the ladies and he's famous.
1: And And it's not like he's a defensive lineman where he's only going to be smacking his head into other
0: people. Yeah. Um, right, right. So my point was, is that Jennifer Walters, if I use that Chad Pennington analogy, is, it sucks for her, but being a superhero and, is being, awesome. rela- and being related to the Hulk <laughs> who has all the connections, she, she doesn't have to worry about anything. It's just that she wants to
2: <laughs> live,
0: she, she just wants to live this certain life, which is uh, as a lawyer. She you had know? an idea of what
3: her, where her life was going to go, right. and now yeah, exactly. it's not going to go that well, this, is, right. but, this But is that the, doesn't
0: necessarily mean it was the best choice. You could still get a right. great choice, like Chad Petty's, who became a quarterback instead of uh, an engineer. You know. But anyway, oh, I was going to say.
1: Mind. So this is the second series where this has come up in the comics, at least yep. in the '80s, because I remember this was part of the Marvel superheroes role playing game by TSR. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's you, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. If you were if you were in a if you were be, belonging to the Avengers, and I'm pretty sure this was in Marvel universe. Did get you like a weekly stipend, or a monthly yes. stipend of like a thousand dollars? So You got paid to be the in the Avengers. Um, in the the MCU, it doesn't seem like it. So there's an episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier where
2: exactly uh,
1: where the Falcon tries to apply for a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't get the loan because he doesn't have a real job and he's not getting paid by Stark Industries as a member of the Avengers He's or, or by the government as a member of the Avengers and, and I was like so this whole question that she says is like well they, do they do medical and, and maternity leave and you know it's like and, and the answer apparently in the Marvel Universe is the Avengers does none of that no. the Avengers are <laughs> even still a thing at this point Um. so look and I'm sorry but being a superhero sounds like a lot of fun, but you still need a day job. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not everyone's a billionaire.
3: <laughs> or you could be yeah. a villain and go get the money. Not everybody is Tony Stark. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Star. Or Bruce Wayne. You could go right. break into a bank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and the best that's how you trick, though, is, <laughs> The best trick is to be the person who destroys stuff, but work with a contractor. So you can get them the jobs to, yeah. to fix the stuff you destroy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, well, there was a, which they've, they've kind of changed a bit, but back in, I think the nineties, there was a Marvel comic book series called damage control. That was basically about the guys that rebuild everything after superhero battles, <laughs> It'd be a good uh, industry. <laughs> which, which is now kind of turned into this, the sort of the, the superhero government branch, but, but, Comes in afterwards, uh, but it's a little bit more men in blacky, as opposed to hard hatty. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I like the fact that I mean they they were obviously doing the thing of the woman in the workplace, and uh, they they hit some of the tropes last. Episode and uh they're they're certainly hitting them here. But I kinda like that they take the idea of her being the affirmative action hire and flip it around where she's like, so what? You know, it's, look at everything we get from this. You know, it's like she's only being hired because she's she hulk.
3: Okay. But I like how um, she immediately takes the job. She does
2: Yeah, there's no question. There's about no question.
3: You. I'm taking the job as long as I can have my own paralegal. That's it. Yeah, and, and, and he didn't even care.
0: He didn't even, he didn't even care. He goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. But you know, I mean, uh, it's a uh, it's a job, and the guy's well known, so he knows it's not a crock. And then he's pretty much up front, he says, "We're hiring you because you're a superhero. That's that's what we want." You know, it doesn't hurt with
2: one of the biggest firms in the country, right?
0: Right, right. And and it, you know, if it, I know, you know, you, you don't you have to. Be the she help rather than Jennifer Walters most of the time, but it's a job, and that's why we want you. And you're good. And she goes, "All right, I'm in."
2: And I like how they were already showing the people, like the coworkers, like being sneering and acting pissy about it. Already. Well,
0: well, yeah, yeah, that's that's
1: true. Or at least uh, looking
0: get looking weird. Except it, that one guy that brought the stuff. He was nice. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he,
1: he brought her the he brought her the pooping place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he told her where the best bathroom is. That, that's yes. Yeah, that's important, Mike. No, he told her where the best bathroom is to poop. And that is yes. important, that's Mike. That's important. He would just say, here's the nicest you, bathroom, you, says,
0: then, here's the best pooping bathroom. And you that, want privacy, dude. I can't stand public bathrooms, so you want privacy. So exactly. That's uh, very yeah. important. The other thing very that I important. liked when
2: they were walking by the room where it was all a wall of comics... Yes. yes so like getting very meta well <laughs> that's
3: that
1: is out of the comics in um I think the Dan slot run
2: yeah. where
1: where the comic books are part of like like if in real law firms you have the the archive rooms where you have all the law books, and in her law fish question you, know, you 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 go back into the comics that <laughs> <Which> is the <laughs> great. Which is which is goes into that whole breaking of the fourth wall thing, because I guess in the in the Marvel universe and the comics, the comics are a legal record of of yes. of, uh, of the the superhero history. Uh, the, by the way, the law firm um, I don't remember the exact name, um, but it's it's uh, it's it's G L K H, and yeah. I think it's Holloway or Holloman is the the guy that she's dealing with. Yeah. And the G stands for the guy who originally owned and founded either uh, Marvel Comics. The L stands for Liebman, which is Stan Lee, and the K is for Jack Kirby.
2: So that's so cool, right?
1: (laughs) So that's where that comes from. And for those who don't know, I mean, everyone knows Stan Lee. Uh, Jack Kirby was the artist, and some would argue the guy who got screwed out of stuff by Stan Lee. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: There's a whole... Well, yeah, he was never my
3: favorite artist in Marvel
1: though. So No, but he is his he he is historically important and I've yeah, I, yeah. and I've had to look at it, and I understand now because now that I I it's like because I I'm looking at Jack Kirby's stuff in the eighties and comparing it to all the artwork of these guys who were influenced by him and I never quite understood why he was held in such high regard. And then I've i i I've since done a little research and the idea of sort of like when you watch a film and if you watch citizen Kane, maybe some people aren't that impressed unless you actually compare it to what was out at the time.
0: I know it's a great film.
1: And you realize like the quantum leap it made. And like, as I started talking about what made the, the the Kirby's artwork great was if you look at everything in like the, the artwork in the fifties, it was, everything was like a medium Shot, it was all these static panels, and he just really broke the format with dynamic poses, doing close-ups, and you know, playing around with panel arrangements, you know, and there was all this stuff that everybody else has stolen since then to the point now where it's not anything special. But if you compare his artwork to what was around at the time, it was huge. Uh, so I can understand that. And then there's the whole credit issue because there's weird stuff that goes on with with Stan Lee. Stan Lee's biggest achievement for Marvel was basically being a salesman. All right.
0: Well we'll get it we'll get it off a little off topic here.
1: But yeah, we're a little off topic there. Yeah. But regardless, if you don't if you know Stan Lee but don't know Jack Kirby, go look up Jack Kirby because he created all those characters hand in hand with Stan Lee. Indeed.
0: Yep um so uh yes yeah, so the law firm was a was a little uh wink and nod to uh, important people in the marvel universe that the creators that is so that makes sense um so she has her first case um i kind of like this idea and obviously you know we, we get that like you said uh mike tim roth returns from uh the incredible Hulk film with ed norton uh as abomination. Um and and I liked the the thing about it because there's two things. One is he was turned into the abomination because of the government, because the government stinks. And two he is trying to uh you know get at parole or, or become innocent or whatever by showing remorse now the problem is is he legitimately remorse or is it all bs or is his abomination side of him the split personality the one that's causing him to be bad i have a question
3: before we answer that i have a question Yes. because mm-hmm. I thought in that incredible Hulk movie that he actually at one point injects himself so that he can match the Hulk. He he, he does. He that's does. That's what I thought. So that makes a huge difference in his difference in his argument because he's kind of being um disingenuous there. Right. By so i saying it was all the government. Right. Well, because I say I think
0: in the comic book it was mostly the government but I guess we're going to go by the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe films, right? In the comics,
1: he he's in the comics, he's a Russian spy, yeah, because got it. Because this is this is in the 1960s Cold War era, so they were all Russian spies or something, or a lot of them were in the comics. I think he was a Russian spy who gets exposed to gamma radiation,
0: and it was always here. China,
1: always here, here, he's they're, they're trying to recreate the super soldier formula that created Steve Rogers, even right. though Captain Marvel Captain America had not been released yet. They're trying to recreate the super soldier serum. And they inject it with him with it. And it works. They make him into a super soldier, but he gets, still gets his ass kicked by the Hulk. And then he ends up taking it and overdosing on it. Yeah. Now, I don't know about actuality because I haven't watched the movie in a while. And no, only he knows what was going on inside of his heart. <laughs> Legally speaking, if I was defending him, I could make the argument that gas. Yes, yeah. That, give, that, the, that the, the problem was the, the first dosage is what affected his judgment. Yep. And that and so it doesn't matter that he injected it the second time because it was the first dose that led him to the second.
3: And I agree with that. I agree with that logic. I was just trying to remember in my head if that's what he did because I was pretty sure it was. And I just don't trust him anyway because he was pretty gung-ho to get the hog. More than the government just wanting the Hulk. Well, well I he, like was, that, he was competitive. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
2: And I like the fact that was not his seven spiritual supporters <laughs> that he was talking about? <laughs> well, and then the fact and then the yeah. fact where they come out with, you know, how he hasn't turned into abomination in so long, and then the footage of him fighting in the <laughs> Shang-Chi. <laughs> Fight things was great. You know, this just got a little bit trickier for this defense.
0: Well, the, well, I, th- I think the main thing is: did he escape? What, well, what yeah, the thing? He have, is, escaped. Is, he escaped yeah.
2: and was in the fighting pits. Right. So, <laughs> so, 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 those weren't those
0: weren't fighting pits from the past that they found the footage in the current up. It, it <laughs> because he escaped right. and and so, by him escaping, the question: he broke the where, terms. No, no, no. The, the, this is where my question came in no. did he escape because he was unsincere and he was lying or did he escape because the abomination alter ego made him evil to escape
3: well let me okay. let
1: me. well first of all the this is the thing if you were not up on your Marvel films this was a scene out of Shang-Chi mm-hmm. where he is uh, by uh, Wong who is the Sorcerer Supreme after the events of Endgame and so forth the, the guy who was uh, played by Benedict Wong and Dr. Strange. He's the one that brings the abomination in for the fighting pits, teleports yeah. him out of prison, and they basically run a scam yeah. in the fighting pits. Because <laughs> and, and and so they're running, you know, in terms of throwing the fight. And then he sends him back to prison. That's part of the deal. That's part of the arrangement. There's nothing overtly sinister other than they're, they're running this game in uh, I think Madripoor, or wherever it is in uh, the, the midst yeah. of the, the fictional uh, Asian city, so I don't. I, you can't read a whole lot out of that. They're just scamming people who are betting on on illegal fights, underground superhero fight club, um, and that's what's going on there. Now for the seven, and I don't. This hasn't been confirmed, but here's what I think is going on. So one of the um, the the things that's coming out, I think, as a film but they've already started laying the groundwork is a, a, something called the Thunderbolts, which is another superhero. Awesome. Now, one of the great uh, comic twists ever done was it was the first issue with Thunderbolts back in the 90s. The Thunderbolts was generic superhero team, like absolutely the most generic superhero team you would ever seen in a comic and they're like, we're the new heroes. Cause the Avengers are away and unavailable for whatever reason. So we're going to step in for the Avengers. And it is the most bland, boring team of characters you'd ever seen before until you get to the last panel and in private, in their headquarters, they take their masks off and it reveals that they're really like all super villains and it's all a scam. Um, and they're, they're It's like the masters of evil. And they had played it straight, and so that has been the theme. So their Thunderbolts have basically become Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. And since that, they can't really rely on that same groundbreaking secret because it's 25 years old now. Um, that's out there. But they're sort of building their own. So they've introduced the U.S. agent who is sort of the anti-Captain America Um They've got the new black widow, so there're all these and now the abomination can sort of be their hulk, so the yes. thought is that the seven his seven friends will be the other members of the Thunderbolts that's the thought okay which will be fun and and that will and that is either going to be their own t v series or own movie coming out, I think in phase five, five which is, is next it? year yes. so because they're finishing up phase 4 with uh, Wakanda forever this year. Gotcha. What do you um, think is more
3: profitable, these shows or the movies for them?
1: Probably depend like I don't know that anything has been more profitable than like in, uh, Infinity War Endgame, you know, because yeah. that's just Yeah. because those made like 2 billion dollars. Um and it and I have I mean it's keeping the Disney subscriptions going. But I have no idea how they quantify that, and I have no idea, you know, again, this goes back to the, we don't know how this translates into actual money. Right. Um, And, like, I don't know that any one of the Marvel series would keep this going, but the fact that they've had, like, a never-ending stream of Marvel series since January of 2021, um, where there's only, like, a few, maybe a month or two between them, right cuz you just ended Ms. Marvel and I think June or July and She-Hulk starts in August and I don't remember what the next one coming is if it's what if season 2 you know that keeps those people on the hook there's always a new Star Wars series that's going to keep those yep. people on the hook All um right, we're, we're off again, a little off topic again what a off topic but no I'm well, not that off topic cuz we're we're dealing with the show right and the, yeah. and the, and, the, and the ratings for this have been good they're better than what they had for Miss Marvel apparently um yeah, you know, so so that's good. Um oh, and I didn't right. hear bad things about Ms. Marvel as far as the, the ratings for that went. Um yeah, I did hear people, some people whine about well because they didn't do could what? have done better if it didn't air the same time as Obi Wan. Why why are they comparing uh Miss Marvel to this one? Just because it was the last one? Because it was the last one and it was a Marvel show on Disney Plus. Gotcha. But but isn't there and a I, lot I, of Marvel
0: shows on Disney Plus?
1: Oh, uh, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter
0: Soldier, Hawkeye. Yeah, so there's a lot. So why are yeah. they comparing it just to Miss Marvel? What Probably if? because it's the last one? Maybe? Because just it was the, most recent it was the last one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, well, you, do you want to compare it to like, uh, WandaVision, which was the first one six months after Disney Plus dropped? You know, I'm sure Disney has a lot more subscribers now than they did a year and a half ago. So is it going to be a fair comparison? So compare that to the last series where the descriptions are probably more leveled off. It, it's going to be a little bit more apples to apples.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Well, well. this one, this one, uh, I mean, obviously I was going to watch it anyway, because I'm a, I'm a fan of the She-Hulk. Uh, so yeah, whatever people were attracted to certain characters, Um, you know, because again, not everybody's, I mean, I'm not, a huge Marvel fan, so I'm not like watching every Marvel show and every movie like some folks do. Uh, I would pick and choose, and, and this is the one the one I would pick and choose because I like the She Hulk. Um, but may, maybe uh, maybe that's that's what it is. People seem more interested in the She Hulk than, uh, I guess, Miss Marvel or or something. I don't know.
1: Well, it might be, and there's there could be a number of factors for it. Um, and Obi-Wan. I mean, I think she the fact. Well, I think. Oh, well, they're, they're people whined about it, but it's like people used to be able to watch two shows at the same yeah. time, so yeah. I don't think that's right it. I don't think it's I right. think it's just that, Mar- that Ms. Marvel is, uh, which, by the way, has great ratings. People who liked it loved it in terms of like the, the, the Rotten the Tomatoes products. score. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, even the audience score was, 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 was like the best, I guess, of the Marvel series. But it's, oh, okay. uh, but, but, but it's sort of like Thor Ragnarok. What was in Thor Ragnarok that wasn't in Love and Thunder? Oh, right, the Hulk. People like Hulk. You know, and Hulk, again, as we mentioned last week, for a long time was Marvel's number two character after Spider-Man. What does She-Hulk have that Ms. Marvel didn't? The Hulk. Hulk. (laughs) Right. And Ms. Marvel had a tangential connection to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This has a more direct connection because the Hulk, because Abomination. Um, There's going to be more cameos going forward where you didn't get that in Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel is a less known character because she's
0: only about a decade old. Ms.
2: Marvel um, only has an
0: eighty percent audience score, which is still good, but I don't, I can't believe that's the the best out of all. And guys. you can have to say it's that a different, the
2: younger character too, right? Like right. we've got Ms. Marvel yeah. as a teenager, and yep. She Hulk is an adult, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? And that may just have to do with who what who you're appealing to.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, all the shows are good in different ways or whatever. It just depends, right? Uh,
0: yeah, I guess critically, they're they're all getting pretty good reviews. Loki, I think, has the best. I think the still bunch. the
2: best one, right?
0: Yeah, that one or is ninety one percent average score for viewership and uh, for critics, it's ninety two. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, for both versus one compared to the other.
2: It's not like but, any of the series have been duds. No.
0: Right, right, right. At, at least, at least by uh, like ability, whether, whether they're, yeah. they've been watched, I, I don't know. We we have to trust Disney.
1: No, they've all done fairly well. Um, a lot of them have been, did well enough to get greenlit for a second season.
2: Yeah, or um, spinoff characters.
1: Or off characters. I know the director for um, WandaVision reportedly now has been finally tapped to do Fantastic Four. Ooh. So, and that kind of seems to work stylistically. Yeah. Uh, because cool. Wandavision, every episode is an homage to a different era of sitcom and yep. TV and history. And you could do that uh, too.
2: That would be kind of fun.
1: And that would really seems appropriate to do with the fantastic four, but anyway. Um, so yeah, there, and, and all the series are very different from each other. They all have a and different tone thing. and a different style. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And she, is continuing that because this is the one the first one they're doing that is a, an out and out comedy. Yep. Um, and again All they're right. doing they do have moments of She-Hulk breaking fourth wall nothing dramatic not, uh, not too like, much
0: right, this episode not too much this episode
1: Right, but that's what, just little little moments of it so it's they're, they're still keeping that as a thing there because uh, yeah. I know oh. she does it right before she walks by the comics room yeah um,
2: and you could say too like the fact that you're playing to the different audiences because you have the Marvel easter eggs for the people who are like super you know, aware of what's going on, but it's still palatable for people who are just dropping in.
1: Yep. That's true. And I think unlike, am um, I think one of the biggest problems I have with the doctor strange film, which I didn't like a lot um, is that it's so heavily dependent on continuity in yeah. both the films and the TV. This, the continuity is there, but it's not like you pick up, the Emil Blonsky thing. Without, if you've never seen *Incredible Hulk*, you don't need you don't need to worry about it. They tell you what you need to know is mm. that he's a super villain who tried to kill the Hulk. That's all you need to know. You got it.
2: And um, the exposition isn't heavy or you know like hammered over you. It's it's delivered in fun ways. Yep,
0: that's true. Um, and and yet though um, it, it's. The comedy isn't over the top, you know. I mean it's nope. it's it's there, but it's it's not like it's overwhelming to make the show.
2: We'll you know, it's a
1: sick, it, it, it's it's a sitcom, you know, kind of. It's not uh like Zaz Brothers, it's not the uh airplane or naked gun. Yep. Um it's not Mel Brooks. It's not right. it's not spoofing. Right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm I'm a, you know, Parks and Recreation, The Office, those type of comedies, which have a lot of comedy, but they're still playing the real world in a sense, which is kind of interesting. And this is kind of like that, except for the superhero aspect. Um, So it's not like, you know, the can laugh, stupid stuff that that we usually see in some of the older
2: sitcoms. There's just a light-hearted factor to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, we're, we're going to find out more because each episode is different because we, we, yep. this episode was a lighter one. And like I said, my, my, my youngest, my older daughter, I mean, uh, loved it. And my wife actually said, yeah, I could, this actually, well, I
1: was I, actually I think watching
0: it too. And I would never watch something like this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want to remind the, the, the audience that your oldest daughter is seven. Uh, eight. 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 Oh, eight. So okay. even then, like, she's not likely to, to. Be the audience for more hardcore stuff, yeah. you know. So, like you mentioned, she didn't like the, the 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 car crash. So, okay, she might be a little, you know. Despite Phil's best attempts to to toughen up his children and make them watch, you know, uh, <laughs> watch *Martyrs* and *Human Centipede*, um, it's you know they're they're still they're they're kids, so they're gonna like the stuff. My kids, kids being like, facetious,
0: my kids do not watch those different things. No, but no, no. He too. just he
1: just showed them *Taxi
0: Driver* and *Mean Streets*. Um, <laughs> <laughs> je, je, no i did not just the commercials on youtube you know the, the trailers um
1: right? yeah, yeah yeah but it's the point being that they're just going to um gravitate towards different things right they're 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 the perfect strangers uh full house kind of age speaking of
0: right yeah this 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 quote-unquote uh sitcom is not like that type of sitcom, Perfect House. No,
1: but I'm saying that that's the kind of stuff that little kids tend to like. Yes, yes,
0: that's
1: right. So I could see so this they're...
2: being a TGIF show if you were back in the day.
0: TGIF,
2: yeah, okay. That, which is all this, like the Full House and the Perfect Strangers uh, and Family Matters and stuff. I, I, like I it doesn't have the laugh track and stuff, but it's I could see it fitting in that and being something that families could watch. So that's,
1: that's a that's a stylistic thing, right? Is that yeah. the there's what they call the three-camera shows which were the um uh which were you know like your Cosby show. Those were those were the classics. And then there's the, the the single camera shows which are your um The Office and Parks and Rec and and Arrested Development uh things like that. And the shows without the laugh tracks. Yeah. Um and that's just a, ma- a matter of changing styles as you've gone through the eras. Yeah. yeah. But you could certainly say, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily go there. I don't think it's quite as, as juvenile as, uh, as those shows ended up being <laughs> um, because those shows like really leaned hard into the, Oh, we have small children watching it. Let's really lean into the small children, family matters kind of stuff. But yeah, certainly I could see this being a sitcom back in the day uh just because it's oh wacky superhero law lawyer adventures. Yeah, and yeah. also when it costs a lot of money. It, it just Because you don't need a lot of money to paint a woman green and have her be an attorney.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um. Let's see. So uh, what else did we miss uh, in discussion? Because, again, this was a shorter episode, Uh, 22 minutes of non-credit sequences. Um, So it was a little different than last episode for sure. Um, What uh, else did we want to bring up that we have missed? Anybody?
2: I just think our review is like double the length of the episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that is true. That's true. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, like, it was a fun episode. So, I mean, I don't think there's any glaring issues that anyone has coming out of episode two, right? Or worries or concerns. So, I mean, this is a pretty good situation.
0: Uh, should we get into the uh, final scene? Uh, Yeah, the the one where she's holding up the car and all that stuff?
1: Do you mean? Oh, that's the post-credit scene. I'm talking about the,
3: the, 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 the scene
1: with Hulk. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So right, so there's just a final scene where um, she's talking to to Bruce, explaining that oh, I'm going to be defending the man who tried to murder you, uh, and <laughs> he's he, and he says in a big wink and nod to the audience, oh, that's guy okay. I was I was com- a completely a different person back then. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he cause and back he, then and he liked
2: was... the haiku that he got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah, he fell for. The abomination's remorse, whether or not, yeah. again, the, the, the abomination was tr- legit or not, because again, was it the sport personality or or not, but continue. Like. Right, and that's, of course, a nod to the fact that he
1: used to be played by Ed Norton. Yeah. Um. So he literally was a different person.
2: <laughs> that sounds <was> great.
1: <laughs> and then... Um, it's pulls back to, he says, I'm not going to be around for a while, which is how they get him out of the show. And they okay, reveal man. he's now in that spaceship that intercepted them back last episode. Uh, so he goes off into a tangential MCU adventure to be pers- uh, pursued. Oh, probably in 2004 or something.
2: He's got some pretty good, uh, outer space coverage for his phone plan. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I assume
1: <laughs> it's, I, I assume it's shield technology.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, they have to get a hold of him anywhere, right?
2: <laughs> but that's great though. It was a great setup, right? Again, for what's the stuff to look forward to. So whether it's this year whether the series is going to give us more of it or not, it's just that's planting the seeds, which is great.
1: And like I said, we do know if this if this is in fact the end of uh of uh, Bruce Banner's appearances on uh She-Hulk, we do know there are other cameos coming, which I yes. don't want to spoil. But-
2: yeah, which are going to be fun too. So,
0: right, right. Now, now when we saw the sh- the Hulk in the spaceship, was that when he was going to help Thor in Ragnarok? Or
2: no, was, this is because this, this is after Shanti. This this is yeah, this is new. I just wanted yeah, I think, to but that
1: is one of the spaceships from that planet.
2: From that okay. planet, so he's going from, back from Ragnarok. So. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: And and there's and there's and there's uh, there's a, a now Marvel Seals title the Marvel films. Steals titles, and often then have very little to do with like civil war that have relatively little to do with what actually played out in the comics. Yeah. Um So the storyline they're they're they've referred to here is I think World War Hulk, yeah. which if anybody wants to go look that up, you can. If you don't want to, I won't we won't spoil it for you because it may end up having almost nothing to do with the comic series other than the title.
0: Gotcha. All right, so yeah, he may be out of the episode, but uh, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking—I mean, not the episode, the the, the show. Uh, but you never know; they may bring him back for you know a little cameo
3: later, At the but, end or yeah. Yeah, he might yeah. have filled any. He might have filmed any cameos already before all. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Uh, see, anything else that we want to bring up? all right uh I guess that's pretty much it um again uh, this was a shorter episode uh we'll, but next episode seems like it'll be pretty big in the sense that they have um what we call um the abominations release freedom whatever so we'll see where that goes and uh, how that will affect uh her defense assuming they can even catch him um well no they're not to catch him he's back Oh, oh! So when they did that news article report, they were saying that he was already recaptured. No, he he goes back. Oh, he just went back to jail.
2: Yeah, yes, That was the thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's,
1: that's, that's part oh. of the scam is that they steal him from jail and he puts yeah. him, and he goes back to jail. But it, it, this is a he, he's all playing along with this the whole time.
0: Gotcha. All right. So 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 I, I uh, misunderstood what was going on. Gotcha. Right. Because as an abomination, you would think. He would have been able to escape when, when they get him out, you know, permanently escape. But all right. Uh, uh, then I'm confused why he they would he would want to go back and he didn't, you know, double cross the people that unless he. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it.
2: Well, he anyway. still wants to get out legit. Right, right?
0: But, but, but that doesn't help him by, by doing the scan.
2: Well, he also didn't expect it to get released. I don't gotcha. think. Right,
3: right. right. So the fact that it
2: got released then just becomes this whole other mess that Jennifer then gets to clean up.
3: Right.
0: Right, so maybe he's not the brightest bulb. Yeah.
1: Well, he's also working with the Sorcerer Supreme. He probably figured if anybody could
0: have covered that up,
1: uh, it would have been him. Yep.
2: So it was just, you know, not tying up loose ends when they needed to, so.
0: (laughs) Right, right. All right. Uh, let's see. Anything else uh, anybody want to bring up? All right. I guess that's it. So uh, we can get into our final thoughts on this episode here. So uh, we'll go backwards. So let's start with you,
2: Sean. Uh, very fun episode. Lots of fun Easter eggs for our Marvel nerds out there and um just just it's a great watch fun watch so well, it's good stuff for me yeah
0: all right sounds good um what about you barrett
3: yeah i thought it was a really fun watch very accessible um and just yeah worth watching good show yeah it's pretty good
0: um all right what about you mike
1: you know, I'm going to echo that. It's I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure where they're going. I think they do a really good job of balancing the character and the humor. And I think they, they put in a lot of Easter eggs there that you do not need to catch to enjoy the story, but are nice when you do. Um, and I'm curious to see where they're going to end up going with this particular
3: arc.
0: All right, sounds good. And, uh, for me, um, yeah, I, uh, I am pretty happy with what I saw. I I enjoyed it. Um, oddly, it was short, but it didn't feel like it was too quick. It was, again, I would have preferred it was like an hour such as House of the Dragon or something like that, but it didn't feel like I got shortchanged. Um, so so yeah yeah it was good. And uh as I said in the prior episode uh She-Hulk is like one of my favorite uh superhero characters. Uh probably my second favorite behind Wonder Woman, but she may be my first. It, it's it's up, it's one of them too. But uh so I'm excited for the show anyway. Um all right, so that's pretty much it. Uh we uh kind of be back next week to talk about episode 3. Uh you can follow us. Where well, you can follow us. Uh you can follow us uh on she hulk avenger of the law podcast wherever podcasts are found or you can find us at dark discussions podcast feed as well which is the main podcast for the network and that podcast is where you can also find your co-host from this show We, we we do that podcast which is a weekly podcast about a genre film, and we talk and dissect and critique. Um, also, uh, go to darkdiscussions.com. Go to uh, com to mail us, and we will read your episode i mean your email on the episode it just puts she hulk in the subject or on dot there's a contact us in the menu which will open up a, a mailbox that you can open and send a message that way as well and she hulk in the subject so we know it's for this podcast. uh so that's pretty much it so with all that stated mike what i need is
1: okay well thank you once again for listening to she hulk avenger of the law uh, for episode two, that means there are seven more episodes, I think, to go. This is a nine-episode season, am I correct?
2: I
0: believe so. It is nine, Yep, that's
1: right. Okay, so uh, tune in next week, and we'll find out what wacky shenanigans the Abomination is up to.
2: <laughs> Being a superhero
3: is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh, Bruce, it kind of feels like if I don't transform, I'm going to die.
1: Yes, yes,
3: yes. No, no. I just want to be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now.
2: Girl, your ass looks crazy right now. you could be an Avenger
3: oh I'm not a superhero that is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason is there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s yeah this is the best date I've had in a while oh
2: should we split some fries
3: let's get those to go